This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.08. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. First up today, what happens when large numbers of employees suddenly have to be let go? Right. So uh, this has been a big news report this whole week. Um, Hundreds of Malaysians working for Panasonic Manufacturing Malaysia could soon be jobless because Malaysia Kini reported yesterday that uh, PMMA's manufacturing plants are soon to be closed. Now, I'm just going to lay out the facts such as they are because the closures follow the loss of two separate lawsuits last year in which Panasonic claimed that its workers had defrauded it of millions. Uh, But PMMA has said that the shutdowns are independent of the court case and completely unrelated. So that's where it stands. Now, we started off, uh, you started off, Sharmila, by saying large numbers of employees. And I think it's worth looking at what those are. So just to run through what we're seeing here, right? Um, So firstly, they had to shut down their kitchen appliances manufacturing operations in the SA1 plant. This is in Shalam. And uh, this affected 75 local workers. They've also relocated their rice cooker manufacturing department at the SA1 plant, causing 150 Malaysians to be retrenched. Um, On top of that, the electronic irons department was running at a loss under the SA2 plant um, and that uh, was scheduled to cease operations at the end of the year. Uh, A source told Malaysia Kini that this will affect about 200 workers. Meanwhile, a Malacca plant is also believed to be closing by year end. Uh, The factory will be relocating to China. And 500 locals as well as 95 foreign workers in Malaysia will be retrenched. Uh, The closure of this was uh, confirmed by union members. So a a few numbers being thrown around, uh, some through, uh, you know, different sources. But a rough estimation brings the number of people being laid off to about a thousand people. Now, a spokesperson for PMMA said that the employees who opted for the mutual separation scheme were given fair and equitable compensation packages. Um, He said that that was actually above industry norms. Uh, Remaining employees were provided with an offer to be transferred to other relevant departments within PMMA in positions that would suit their skill sets and provide potential for growth. Now, um, there, there is still... There are still articles coming out about the closure and what led to it and exactly how many people it's going to affect. So what we're giving you is what we know. We did, however, want to use it as a jumping off point uh, to talk about this notion of things, companies closing branches, closing plants, um, people losing jobs and what it is that companies can do in order to ease that process. Because while you do hear um, of some companies providing very fair uh, compensation packages and trying as best as they can to kind of cushion the blow. In some other instances, I mean, there are horror stories. We've all heard them. Yes. So I think uh, in this case, of course, we are we are hearing about a mutual separation scheme, but it isn't a time that is easy for any employee, really, to have to contend with not just the financial concerns, but also the, the general loss of security, uh, the loss of morale company-wide. So there's a lot to unpack here. Um, we are talking about the fact that uh, a number of Panasonic's manufacturing plants are said to be closing based on report in Malaysia Kini. Uh, we are using that as an opportunity to talk about how this situation can be handled. We'd like to 
hear from you. What can companies do to ease this process or do it better? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine, tweet us at BFM Radio. After this, we'll be speaking with senior HR manager Kana Tan. So keep it here on the evening edition, BFM eighty nine point nine. Beautiful festive moments. BFM eighty nine point nine, the business station. It's 5.12. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. And we're talking about job loss, retrenchment. Um, On the wake of uh, Panasonic uh, supposedly closing down a number of its manufacturing plants. This comes from a report by Malaysia Kini. So we are talking about how that process can be cushioned for employees. We'd like to hear from you. What can companies do to ease this process or do it better? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Joining us now on the line is Senior HR Manager Kana Tan. Kana, good to have you with us. So Panasonic is shutting down part of their Malaysia operations. Can you talk to us about the impact of a large company like this uh, closing down parts of its operation, particularly on its employees? Firstly, it's very. Um it's really sad when an organization has to exercise this kind of practice. Um, something that um, uh, I personally uh, have also have to exercise in my previous employment. So when it comes to you know uh, any companies or especially big organizations to shut down, it is going to be a very um, big impact to the employees because um, they're going to lose a very uh, you know the breadwinner will lose their income. They will have um, insecurity, you know, and then uh, this would also lead to mental and emotional breakdown. So this will not just um, impact the individual, but probably those who have a family to feed, you know, um, or elderly to take care. Yeah. So just bouncing off what you said then, losing a job uh, for most people is one of the most stressful events that can happen to them. Um, So before the shutdown officially takes place, what should companies be doing to cushion the blow for their employees? Before shutting down, uh, there are a few things that uh, a company can actually um, take into consideration or things that they should do. But uh, it's very important for them to be open you know, openness and transparency is actually very important to to let the employees know uh, what is their current state right now. You know, the, whether the organization is going through a a, a financial turnaround or there's a acquisition or whatsoever that is coming. The employee should actually be be honest. You know, um, you, they don't need to be in details, but it is to let the employees know what is coming or what may have uh, may, what may be happening because of the current state of the, the, the situation that the employer is facing. So at least they can actually prepare themselves to you know. It's not going to be a good news, but at least um, more or less they need to prepare. At least they know something not so good will be coming and it could happen to anyone. Now, according to the report in Malaysia Kini, some union reps have said that they were kept in the dark on some matters, even after some employees had completed their last shifts in March. So how important is it that companies are transparent about the issues that they're facing? Actually, when it comes to transparency, you know, although yeah, I say that you know it's important to be transparent, but um, sometimes they, they do have to filter on details because on whether the employees are able to 
to accept or to understand what are being shared to them. So um, whether they are being kept in the dark, it's also it's very great because um, we do not know details or how much has been spoken. But I, an employer cannot also just come to you and say you are going to lose your job next month or tomorrow and so on and so forth. So sometimes uh, employers also stand in a very difficult um, situation where they cannot preempt in at once, you know, and a situation may force them to take the very drastic move um, quite immediately or within the next 24 or 48 hours. So uh, when it comes to this point, it's very hard to, to know to say that um, at what point or they should be transparent, but at least it is important for every employee to know, you know, what uh, the state of the company, where they are facing, where where they are heading right now, you know, or how, you know, whether they are doing well or not. I think it's important to know with the growth of the company or whether there's sustainability or what is their security for them to proceed on with this uh, organization. So, I mean, being too hasty might also cause unnecessary fear amongst employees, especially if issues end up being resolved anyway. And then, you know, why? So how should companies approach this? Uh, being hasty might cause unnecessary scare, correct? Because, um, like again, it depends on the individual how they're going to um, accept the, the news that is being uh, broken to them, right? Some, you know, because they also do not want to, companies want to avoid um, uh, employees being uh, going on protests or, or, or something, uh, some fight or arguments going between the employers or with the, uh, and the employees or the managers and their staff, who is going to stay, who is going to go off. You know, these are the things that a lot of our white organizations or companies have to put into consideration before they share all this. So um, if, it's, if they can resolve this in a very mutual uh, manner on comes to agreement, I think they should just sit them down and talk to them on at least tell, let them know the expectation, uh, what are the measures that they... Um, uh, to meet the expectation, what the measures that the uh, employer has already planned to take, you know, is something to, to comfort or to just calm them down, you know, so for them to listen to what the employers have to say. Yeah. So a spokesperson for Panasonic has said that employees who opted for the mutual separation scheme were given fair and equitable compensation packages. Could you help us understand what these sorts of separation packages would involve? Okay, when it comes to compensations like these, um, based on this uh, particular uh, company they mentioned is the MSS, the Mutual Separation Scheme. So uh, normally uh, what this MSS uh, scheme covers, first we have to look into the employment contract or what has it stated in, in the uh, uh, entitlement is indicated in the, in the event someone has to be you know, to be given the option on MSS, but uh, on normal, normally with uh, this scheme will look into the, you know, uh, includes the accrued leave pay, you know, if the individual have balance annual leave, they will have to pay them. And based on their contract, what are their notice periods, be it one month, two months or three months, they have to pay accordingly. And uh, if let's say the employer has actually promised or has stated down like bonuses, then or they already declared, then it has to be on prorated basis as well. But at the same time, sometimes the employer may also include excretion or out of goodwill, you know, to give a settlement pay because uh, they just also want to avoid any unnecessary dispute after um, the exercise. So some people are opting not to take the mutual separation scheme, but instead uh, to be transferred to a different department. What needs to be considered when making this transfer, especially under these circumstances? 
uh, okay, well, um, when it comes to situation like this, is uh, totally understandable because um, especially if the um, the individual is the breadwinner of the company, has family to feed and commitments to meet, right? Um, they if they refuse to take, but to instead to transfer, it also depends on the roles and responsibilities that they are currently doing, and what are the skills that they have. If let's say the company were to transfer them to another department, they will really need to see if there's a a position that fits this person, you know, whether they can really take on the role because when uh, an organization has to exercise such, um, they, they need people to multitask, someone who is able to pick up and do more than what they are doing at that point of time. It's not just like securing them a job and uh, uh, taking home a monthly wages, you see. So um, they, they really need to consider, you know, when transferring whether they the roles that they have really suits them, or they have the talent that they can be trained, and there's then and that particular department really needs someone to fill fill that position. So there are a few things that really needs to take into account and consideration before they just um transfer anyone to another department. So. Often with big companies, there are people at multiple levels, which means employees will be differently affected by the closure. For instance, someone in a managerial position might find it easier to adapt to a new job compared to employees who have stayed on for longer in a more technical department. How should companies manage the challenges being faced at various different levels? Mm, All right. Um, What a a company can do is... um, Usually when they already foresee that uh, they have to exercise um, such uh, practice, right, to, to lay off uh, employees, normally um, normally an organization, the company will actually discuss with probably their HR department or with other other heads, you know, to see, to help to find jobs for those who's going to be affected, you know, to see um, they will help to find job or you know, do some recommendation uh, out there because, um not actually also not necessarily someone with a higher positions or manager would find a job easily out there. It, it looks, it may seem that way, but uh, they, they, those in, these individuals with the higher rank may have um, difficulties as well Yeah, compared to those who have stayed very long in the company. Because those who have stayed very long, they just need to, to adapt more with uh, a new culture, a new environment. But uh, I believe it happens to any individual regardless of your job level, you know, is how you want to adapt to, a, to the new role, you know, uh, if you go out, you don't have enough experience, then would you be able to pick up? So sometimes someone who is not at manager level may find it easier to get engaged in another role, you know, I mean, may, they may find because why they are willing to take up challenge for a newer um, post. But for managers, if you have been like holding the same position for the longest time there at times that may, you may not find a role that fit to your experience that you have. So it really depends on the adaptability and how much people are willing to change their mindset and to to work with the whichever industry and the culture that they are going into. Kana, thanks for speaking with us today. That was Kana Tan, Senior HR Manager, weighing in on... Um, Well, when large numbers of employees need to be let go from a company, 
what's the best way to do that? What's the best way to cushion that blow? So we've been asking you for your thoughts as well. What can companies do to ease this process or do it better? You can call 777-332-900, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. We're of course talking about this because uh, news has come out that Panasonic might be shutting down a number of its manufacturing plants. Uh, so that's where the this conversation comes from. We do have a voice note that's come in. This is from Bing. I have seen uh, a lot of times uh, when a company goes through such situations, uh, and especially if it's a multinational company, uh, a lot of empathy and a lot of aid is actually provided to the affected staffs. You know, so like they'll probably be going through some form of upskilling uh, for the staff, uh, identifying new roles, uh, new positions within the organization or within those places where it's not defunct. And if it's actually a spin-off, you know, whether the next entity taking over the spin-offs would actually take over some of these employees. I, I believe there's uh, there's a lot of empathy, there's a lot of initiatives actually taken, right? Especially if it's an MNC. Right. But whereas when you have the union on the other side of the fence, sometimes it's complacency and the unwillingness to allow his own members to, 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 to go into such, uh, you know, upskillings or process improvement, self-improvements to just to safeguard the union's voice could be actually a blockade. And the reality as such will be them losing the jobs and not having a fallback plan anymore. You see? So I especially MNCs, they they will not risk losing their brand, their 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 brand uh what they call it, their their goodwill uh for for things especially involves human beings. Bing, thank you for that. I find that so interesting because Perhaps not in a local level, but that's not what we're seeing play out, for instance, with all of the tech layoffs that we're seeing in the West. And those are certainly MNCs with huge global profiles and yet are under so much fire for treating their employees with very little empathy. Not saying mm. that's the case across the board, but I'm not sure that it's necessarily so tight to we want to appear as to doing the right thing. So... I think that this also speaks in some ways to company and employee-employer culture depending on where the company is located, right? Yeah, Put yeah. simply, because um, in this case, the our laws are different when it comes to what we do for our employees. Um, the role of the union is also different. So there are a lot of, uh, there's a lot of variance, but I think that your point about empathy is a really good one, that a lot of it is needed. Keep your thoughts coming. We are asking you uh, when companies need to retrench, let a number of employees go. What can they do to ease this process or to do it better? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio, BFM 89.9. Because friends matter. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's 5.38. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. And we've been talking about job loss retrenchment as news has come out that Panasonic might be shutting down a number of its manufacturing plants. So we've been talking about, um, in, in a larger sense, this notion of what companies can be doing to ease that process. We'd like to hear from you. 
what can they be doing to cushion that blow? How can they be doing it better? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We have some thoughts that have come in on this. Yeah, so let's start with a bit of life experience. Uh, Mizi says, when the banks merged in the early 2000s, the staff who opted for the voluntary separation in the bank I worked for were given a three-day seminar to prepare our mindsets for, and I quote, the life after separation in terms of employment or the handling of our changed financial circumstances. It was really helpful. It gave us good advice in the future directions we could take. I didn't hear too much, you know, kind of severe impact from my former colleagues who opted for the voluntary separation scheme. I truly hope that Panasonic did the same for their staff and didn't leave them in a lurch. I like that idea of having a seminar to to kind of prepare people. I'm sure it's not the be-all and end-all of the process, but depending on, on what's covered, I can I can imagine that's quite helpful. Actually, I don't have to imagine. I, I've not been, I've not experienced this before, but um, I think, I think I've said this on air before and anyway, my tenure at BFM makes it kind of clear. I've never really worked for a corporation. Um, and so because of that, something like this, uh, severance or, or things like that, is actually very much beyond my realm of experience. And I think I would be grateful to have something like a seminar or a space in which I could ask all the questions I had because I've been working, I mean, I'm not, I haven't been, I'm not a veteran of, of work, but I have been working a fair amount of years. I have a fair amount of experience, but I would still be pretty lost if I found myself in this circumstance. As I imagine many would be. Uh, so Ku says, provide sufficient notice, adequate compensation or severance package, a good letter of recommendation. And if the boss has contacts who may be able to hire some of the employees that are being let go by, by said company, recommend them as well. Plus a nice scoop of ice cream on the last day. So I think that the boss having contacts thing is some uh, is so helpful. It's something that I've heard about as well. And I think it indicates that empathy, right? That desire to go the extra mile to actually show people that you care about them, you know, and their livelihoods. So I hear you on that, Ku. Ice cream has the risk of being thrown, no? <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> well, not if you did all the other things Ku listed well. This is true. Yeah. This is true. I think I'm thinking more like if everything else went poorly and it's no. like, nah, then the ice cream doesn't do cream. anything. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to add that the, the things that Ku listed also, to me, indicates that you a situation can be a negative or a challenge, but it doesn't have to be a it doesn't have to be handled negatively. That there are many things that an employer or even an immediate supervisor can do to make people feel like you are aware that this is difficult and that they are doing their best to make this an easier process. Yeah, I agree. Um and it's acknowledgement, I think. It's acknowledgement and then acting upon said acknowledgement. Keep your thoughts coming. What can companies do to ease the uh, retrenchment or the uh, severance process? You Or, you know, what can they be doing better? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.